Welcome to the World of Wishes podcast. I'm Make-A-Wish Southern Florida's Chief Operating Officer, Richard Kelly. Did you know that the research firm Morning Consult recently named Make-A-Wish as the number one most trusted nonprofit operating locally across 50 states? Our chapter has also earned a Give With Confidence rating by Charity Navigator, the world's largest and most trusted evaluator of nonprofits. We earned a 97 score out of 100 in the areas of accountability and transparency, and 100 out of 100 in the areas of culture and community. Our donors and supporters can give with confidence and trust in our chapter to know that we perform every function within our organization in the most responsible way possible. And now on to our special guest, Robert Sanchez, whose wish to cruise the Greek Isles was granted in 2019. You'll hear all about Robert's experience and how he tells us when he feels down, he thinks back to his wish and draws upon the memories that were created for him and his family. And I want to welcome uh, Robert Sanchez uh, here to the the podcast today. Uh, Robert's a a 22-year-old who had a wish uh, a few years ago, but I'll let him talk about that. Robert, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. It's great for you to be here. So, um, you know, so uh, your wish is interesting, your story is interesting, and we want to get get into it. So just tell us a little bit about you and, you know, where you are right now and then, you know, and what you're all about at this current moment. Well, uh, I am 22 years old. I'm a full-time student and a, working a full-time job at the moment. Um, I'm currently studying to be a... Uh, I drew a total blank there. <laughs> I'm uh, currently studying to be a nurse practitioner, um, if possible, with uh, pediatrics in the oncology field. Um, kids are always looking for that interaction, and I would love to give it to them if I can, so... Uh, I want to give back to the community. So let's talk. Can we go back to your your diagnosis? So you had a somewhat of a, for a, the health perspective, a normal childhood, right? And then mm-hmm. you're in your you're a teenager, and you start to have some back pain. And so, can you just walk us through what that was, what that was like, and what that was all about in that time in your life? Yeah, when I was about uh, sixteen or seventeen, I started getting these terrible, terrible waves of back pain to the point of unbearable. Um, I would always like hold on to my big sister when we were going to school just because walking alone was too difficult. Um, After a couple of months of, you know, uh, getting sent pills, getting sent creams, exercises, uh, my mom finally told the uh, doctor, look, I know my son, this isn't normal. Um, you need to do an MRI. We need to look and see what the issue is. A couple scans later, and we find out it's Hodgkin's lymphoma. And from there, it kind of just uh, steamrolled into treatments and uh, pushing through. What What's going through your mind when you're thinking, wow, this is, I hurt my back, and then you hear... Hodgkin's lymphoma, you know, what's, when you're a teenager, and what's what's going through your mind at that time? You always hear about cancer from relatives, friends, family. You never think that it can happen to you, and, you know, when it does, it's, your entire life gets completely blindsided. So, when it happened to me, I, my heart completely sank. I just didn't think that this was something that could happen to me, especially so young. So when I found out, it uh, was not easy, but, you know, we persevered and we toughed it out. 
When you say we, I know you have a very tight-knit family and your family is a big support for you. So can you tell us, you know, at the time of diagnosis and when you're going through your treatment, what it was like to have a supportive family behind you? Definitely the uh, first couple of days, you know, my mom was definitely taking it the worst and I don't blame her for it. We're all human and we're all allowed to feel emotions and I know it was not easy for her, but she reassured me as much as I reassured her that no matter what, we're a family and we're going to get through this and, you know, we'll get past it no matter what. And I feel like my entire family was that way with me. We cried, we laughed, we kept moving forward. And then what was treatment like for you? It wasn't too bad for me. Um, I was decently responsive to uh, treatment, so... Luckily, I didn't have to do any radiation, but um, it was tough. You know, we had our off days, sickness, uh, motion sickness. um, Definitely wasn't easy, but, you know, uh, we just did what you had to do, just like with any treatment, whether it be cancer or some joint pain. (laughs) Anything. So uh, you just got to do it. (laughs) And then you get introduced to Make-A-Wish. So how did that happen? And then, you know, how did you, what was your first reaction? And then what was your, you know, how was that, how was that process after that of selecting a wish? Yeah. So at Nicholas Children's, the coordinator who works with Make-A-Wish told me that I applied, like I qualified for a -A Make-A-Wish. And you always hear about this from like movies and TV shows. Like you're always like, wow, these kids go to these incredible places. Imagine well, I didn't have to imagine anymore. I was completely stunned. I was in awe. I was, wow, I really apply for that? And I didn't think it, you know, I didn't think it was for kids like me. But, um, yeah, I, I did qualify for it. And from there, we uh, put through an application, waited a little bit. And then, just like uh, two Cinderella's, my coordinators came to my doorstep to uh, help me make my wish a reality. Those coordinators you speak of are volunteers or wish granters that um, that you know that are the really a backbone of our organization. We wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. And I know you have still have an ongoing relationship with them, just like they're your friends. And I think that's a testament to you know the impact that Make Wish has in your life. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the bonds I have made with some of the uh, people here at Make a Wish is. I mean, it's lasted for a while now, ever since I was first diagnosed. Um, I follow one of my Make-A-Wish coordinators on Instagram. I meet with her every once in a while. I message her. I always speak to her. And, you know, she feels more like a family friend than just some person who came to help make my wish a reality. She's a, she's a real stand-up person, and I wish her nothing but the best. And everyone here treats you like family, which I think is very important. That's great. So let's talk about your wish. Um, Greek Isles Cruise. So what was, what was, what was it like from, you know, the, the second that, you know, the first day of your wish day and then all the way through. So, you know, I know we try to, you know, pick up the wish kids in style and, yeah. and all of that. So what was, what was day one like? And then what was the rest of the cruise like? So, yeah, um, I had all my stuff packed. I took a little picture before we left. They gave me a nice Make-A-Wish shirt to uh, kind of 
show off who, who I was and how important I was. <laughs> mm. But um, they picked me up in a, a limo and, you know, they drove us to the airport. We flew all the way to Italy. And from there, we stayed a couple nights. Um, and I just think it's incredible how they're able to elevate everything and make every little milestone, as little as getting to the airport, feel like this enchanted carriage ride. And it just shows how much care is put into these wishes. And you've got to bring your family with you. And so we talk about that all the time, about you know the family being involved in the wish, because the families really are involved in every aspect of your life, and you especially because you're so close-knit with your family. What was it like to have them with you, knowing what a great support system they were during a darker moment? I mean, I've always been for helping people, and especially when it comes to my family, I'd do anything for them. So when I learned that I'd be able to take my family with me, I was relieved. I was ecstatic because just as much as I went through, they went through just as much. So I believe they deserved it just as much as I did. They were amazing supporters. They were loving, they were caring, and they deserved it. And I'm glad we all had an amazing time. And uh, so tell us, tell us about some of the, your favorite aspects of the, of the cruise. I know you did a lot of excursions and you did, there were speedboats and stuff. I'm not gonna give it away, <laughs> but tell us what your favorite parts of the wish were. I mean, Definitely being picked up in a speedboat to be taken to the actual cruise was mind-boggling. It was just so, like, different. I, I assumed they were going to send another limo, but then they went another step forward and took us in a speedboat. So uh, Make-A-Wish definitely always elevates. Um, the entire crew there always made it a point to make me feel like I was special. Um, one of the – I had a person – directly working with me to make sure all of my excursions were priority. We had priority disembarkature. Any kind of excursion we had, we sat in the front seat. Everything made us feel special and made us feel like VIPs. And I would have to say 100% my favorite day was actually the one day we didn't do an excursion, uh, Mykonos. We disembarked early. We uh, went through the... Um, the port right by the sea uh, we ate right next to the sea everything was very fresh you know caught right there um, we got lost in the city it felt very unscripted unedited it just felt like a an adventure a journey now your wish didn't happen too long ago but I'll ask you you know you what what you think you remember about your wish what do you remember about it today and then what what do you think its impact will be 5 10 15 years from now uh, Definitely has to be how much food I ate. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, every single aspect I could write a book about it because I remember it to this day. Everything, the way I felt, the smells, the taste, the feelings, I just, it's all comes back to me. Anytime I feel a little down, sometimes I like to reminisce, you know, go down memory lane and just remember how amazing of a time I had and especially the smiles on my family's face because they truly did deserve it after all the hardship we went through. There's a lot of people that are listening to this uh, podcast right now that are supporters of our organization. What would you say to them that 
uh, you know, the wish meant to you and, and what it means to other kids. I know you're, you know, you're speaking on their behalf, but what, what a wish means to a wish kid and a wish family, uh, not just in that moment, for, but for a lifetime of memories. These wishes aren't just some vacation. They are victory laps. They are reaching the summit. It's the light at the end of the tunnel. It makes you feel like you've conquered something and you've reached an important milestone in your life. And the connections you make and the bonds that last even past the wishes are incredibly important and make you feel like it wasn't a vacation, it was an experience and it was a moment in time that can't be captured by pictures or videos or anything. You had to be there. It's just emotions and feelings and yeah, that sort of definitely. thing. Definitely. And now you're studying to be uh, to be a pediatric nurse. And so I know that that was inspired by the care that you got when you were in treatment. So can you talk about you know that a little bit, that coming full circle? Yeah, I mean, you know, exactly like you said, um, I'm a very extroverted person. So when you're in a hospital alone, you don't get to see your friends every day. You don't get to go to school every day or at all in my case, um, that interaction makes you feel not so alone. And even, I mean, the volunteers made me feel the same way. And I see them in high regard, just like I see my nurses, because they gave me that interaction. They gave me that sense of friendship and companionship that you can't get as easily in a hospital. Well, Robert, you're an inspiration to us. Your wish is inspiring, and we appreciate you giving back to us. And I know every time we call upon you, you're like, yes, make wish means a lot to me, and uh, you mean a lot to us. And uh, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you appreciate hearing your story, and we're going to be following you for you know for many many years. You just give me a call, and I'll be here. I'll clear my schedule. Thanks to Robert, and thank you for listening to World of Wishes, produced by Make Wish Southern Florida. Please help support this podcast by rating, reviewing, and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to our archive shows at worldofwishespodcast.org. To learn more about making wishes come true, visit us at wish.org slash SFLA.